Alrighty, we are back with another episode of the Sideliners Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Siegel, joined on this Thursday afternoon by my lovely co-host, Mr. Benjamin Salise. How are we doing today? I'm feeling discombobulated. Oh. Um, you know, just, it has been a long week um, for many high schoolers around the country. It is finals week, as we had mentioned, and... I mean, not that it's, like, been necessarily bad. Ooh, dog had a little sneeze there. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just discombobulated. I, yeah. I'm i not used to waking up, like, later in the mornings. And I'm, like, I'm just trying to get used to a schedule. Because I'm still going to bed late at night. So yeah, it just get up early. It's, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm an early riser. That's just how I'm wired now since, like, middle school. But right, I don't okay. Things are going good. We have one more day left. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody, we're going to get through this. And it's going to be awesome because after Friday, winter break, baby. Winter break. I don't know what our schedule is going to look like for winter break. Um, I know I'm out of town some. We'll take the holidays off probably. But, we'll, you know, we'll play by it. We'll figure out what is doable. Yes. Um, you know, just pay attention to our socials and we will – of course, break break the news down whenever we can, but it is a time for family, for fun and relaxation. So we will also yes. indulge in that. Absolutely, couldn't have put it better myself. Um, so let's get right into it. Something we haven't talked about for the last couple of weeks. Actually, wait. Let me let me do something else first. Signing day was yesterday. Um, yeah. Big, big, big day. Um, obviously, the big headline of the day, Travis Hunter, the number two overall recruit in the class, flipping from Florida State to Jackson State, um, which is an HBCU and coached by Deion Sanders. Um, big deal. Arguably the you know biggest flip ever. Um, there's lots of incentives for this. I mean, like, it's Deion. They offered him a lot of money. Allegedly. Uh, NIL, NIL. <laughs> it's legal. Um, but it's just, it's weird. Um, Okay, wait, so when you say number two, number two on ESPN, on Rivals 24-7, he is listed at number one. So, obviously, a top two recruit in the class. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, the, the most, the, the biggest rationale I see for this is he is a defensive back. And he's going to be coached by Deion Sanders. Yeah, that is and money. Yeah, <laughs> m- money does have something to do with it. But I mean, this guy's obviously going to go to the pros, and what else would be better to be coached by than Deion Sanders? Prime time. Um, yep, and it's it's very ironic because, as we know, Deion Sanders did attend Florida State, and right. <laughs> um, Florida State fans are not happy with him at all. <laughs> That's that is just like the small world that we live in. That's just. You can't make that stuff up. That's funny. No, that's pretty bad. Um, and I guess just getting into some other recruiting stuff, it has been just a wild mess of decommits and changes. I know. Just whatever. So there's actually I, – I saw a quote from Dabo saying um, – Oh, my God, yes. I, I heard about this as well. Okay, so it was basically saying, like, commitments don't mean anything. It's all chaos. It's kind of stupid. I don't take transfers. Like, it's dumb. And everyone was really hating on him, and I kind of agree with him though. Like I, I don't, I don't disagree with that. 
I think the transfer portal is chaos. I think, um, you know, I, I'm realizing all week I'm sounding like an old head, but like, <laughs> like same thing with Ewers. Like, I don't I, like. I'm happy, obviously, that you know he came to Texas, but I'm more happy about the offensive lineman because I think Ewers is is drama, and like, I just, I don't know, like. It, it all seems like drama and people like not staying loyal. And once they don't get their way, they don't fight to start. Like they just leave. So it's kind of, and like, I understand it. Obviously I see both sides, but it, you know, I think it's definitely something worth considering that. I think, I think it's kind of cool that Dabo doesn't take transfers. So. Um, I mean, it's just the thing that threw me off about that quote was like, he threw an education there at, as like the last. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, I mean, and, but it's, it's a good point. Like, I mean, yes, it is, but also, I mean, Clemson for education purposes. I mean, I don't think that. No, no, I don't think that's what he meant by that. I, I think, like, obviously, like these kids don't prioritize. Like, they want to go pro. That's the right. Is to go right. pro, not to get educated. But like, is that how it should be? Um, I mean, and and it's just such a shame that the percentage of people that go pro is is so small and of course obviously these kids uh you know that go to these big schools you know they have a better chance because they're obviously seen by more scouts and you know that just improves their chances of getting drafted but i mean you do have to think about some of the players that probably know that they're not going to go pro you know what their education looks like so yeah i I do see argument about for both sides but um I don't know, just that of all people trying to speak up on this. I don't know. I just found it interesting um, as well. Yes, it's, it, it, it does make you think about, um, you know, the, the, the commitment these people make, um, our peers going to high school, going to college, and just like, I mean, obviously over here in Austin, Kate Klubnik, I mean, he tweeted last day of high school as he just signed his letter of intent uh, to play at Clemson, and it's just like, wow, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, and I mean, Quinn Ewers skipping his entire senior year to play two snaps. So, <laughs> two snaps. Anyway, um, speaking of transfers, today, um, Dylan Gabriel, uh, former UCF quarterback, officially transferring to UCLA. Um, and this is interesting. That, that in and of itself is interesting. But also, um, UCLA quarterback now, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, DTR, one of my Heisman sleepers for next year. I love that guy. <laughs> he might transfer now. So I don't know what's going to – like, I don't – you know, it's it, uh, something to consider. Right. But what I um, want to talk about for the rest of the college football segment is that we have bowl games starting tomorrow, Benjamin. So lock in your pick picks, and let's break these games down. Um, right. First up, Middle Tennessee State and Toledo – Tomorrow at 11 a.m. I did not realize that this game was 11 a.m. We're gonna be taking finals. I know. <laughs> that's that's so funny. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about either of these two teams, but I see that Toledo is favored by double digits, and you know I trust Vegas. So. Yeah, it's going Toledo. Yes, <laughs> it's 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 Maction, so baby Maction. Right. Um. It's just it's it's worth bowl games because you know you get you see all these teams playing and it's just like, you know, so much about so many teams, but then at the same time there's just this whole little spectrum of college football where you just know absolutely nothing about right. these teams. So you just gotta you just gotta go with Vegas or go with your gut, and you're just like, 
yeah. it's fun. There's only there's really only a few of that this year for me. Like only a little bit of that. Like, for example, the other game Friday night is Northern Illinois and Coastal Carolina. Obviously, Coastal, you know, started the year ranked and were ranked most of the year until they lost to App State. And then they also lost to Georgia State. Um, And they've really been off since, kind of. Haven't had any big wins. They beat Texas State only by two touchdowns. South yeah. Alabama by six. So it um creates, you know, they're still going to beat Northern Illinois, I assume. They are 10-2. Right. I mean, it's, I mean, Coastal Carolina did put up, you know, a 10 and 2 season. They're, they're a pretty, pretty decent football team, I would say. And, yeah. you know, I, I guess just cleaning up Northern Illinois won't be necessarily too hard for them, I'd say. Yeah. Um, moving on to Saturday, we've got six games we'll go through real fast. Western Kentucky, App State. This is a sneaky good game. Um, Western Kentucky, we know about that, that quarterback, Zappy. He is cold. But App State, as we just said, you know, 10-3, and three, I think conference champions beat Coastal. They are not conference champions. They lost to Louisiana. My apologies. Um, but, like, I mean, yeah. I, very good game here. Two of the stronger group of five teams. Give me the Hilltoppers, though. I'm going Western Kentucky. That quarterback is fun to watch. Their offense is phenomenal. Um, in the conference championship uh, against UTSA, they almost beat them. Put up 41 points. We know just how good UTSA is, you know. Right. Um, was that sarcasm there? I can't. I couldn't really. Tell um, I was only half joking, but but I mean, looking at Western Kentucky's schedule over the year, just for reference, I don't know. I I, I can't do the math this quickly, but their offense. I mean, they're averaging like. Actually, let's see if I can find this real quick. They're averaging forty-three points a game, so that's pretty phenomenal. They right. Lost to Indiana by two. They lost to Michigan State by 17, which is pretty bad. But, I mean, in their two times playing UTSA, they put up 46 and 41. So, I mean, they have an offense here. Right. Um, I guess it is weird how we both picked Western Kentucky. Yeah. Like, 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 during, like during our little rundown of, like, 44 games, mm-hmm. we both somehow picked, the, picked this upset. Um, yeah, just, you know, going with Western Kentucky. Yeah. So this next game, I um, UTEP Fresno State. I don't know if you remember at the beginning of the season when Fresno was like good for a second. Right. You yeah. So just just to refresh refresh everyone's memory. They blow out UConn. Not noteworthy. Um, they lose to uh, Oregon uh, by one touchdown in Eugene. Blow out Cal Poly. They beat UCLA on the road. Then they beat UNLV. Then they go and lose to Hawaii. Yeah, and then you know they win three in a row. They win at ranked San Diego State. They get killed by Boise at home um, <laughs> when they lost two games and finish nine and three. Uh, give me Fresno. Yeah, it's sure. it. Um, I don't know, shout shout out one of our former alumni here at Anderson, um, Jonathan Byers, um, plays at UTEP. So, oh, yes. oh, I didn't know that. I thought you were going to say Fresno. Yeah, no. Um, but, yeah, just give me Fresno. It's... Right, right. Yeah, I agree. Um, this is another really interesting one. UAB-BYU in the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. BYU is number 13 team in the country, and they're playing UAB. Um, I'm not saying this is a terrible matchup because UAB might be a sneaky good team, and I don't know if BYU necessarily deserves – the ranking they have, 
But it just, you know, uh, I don't know. BYU, I mean, it's kind of weird to pick against BYU here, right? Um, I mean, I was talking up UAB when their game against UTSA was coming up, and, and I was like, oh, this is going to be the biggest test UTSA gets all year. Yeah. And, and right. I mean, it actually was a little bit. Yeah. UTSA but, won by three. Right. Oh, do I want to go with the upset here? Uh, I mean, I'm, I respect it. I think I think I'm gonna go with the upset. I, I'm looking at my paper right now, but you know, I'm gonna change this 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 sign over here. I'm going UAB. I'm gonna go okay. UAB. You better change your picks on the site. Yes, yeah. I will. Um, it's of great importance to do that. Right, absolutely. Got to lock them in. Um, Eastern Michigan Liberty. Um, I've actually I was recently on Eastern Michigan's football field. I don't remember if I posted that picture on the Instagram. I don't think I did. But their football field is gray, and it's like. Very weird, and they're really bad. I mean, they're seven and five, but they're, I mean, Liberty's gonna win. Yeah, um, it's weird how, like, we haven't really heard a lot of Malik Willis. No, no, you're exactly right. Um, and he had an underwhelming year, really, right? And it's just like, you know, for one of the uh quarterbacks that was highly touted coming into this year's draft, it's just like we haven't heard a lot about him, but you know, maybe this is his opportunity to show people, you know. You're under the lights, put up a good game, and just right. you know, improve your draft stock. So I, I got mean, Liberty coming, here. Coming into this game, Liberty's lost three in a row. Um, but given, I mean, Ole Miss was one. Then okay. Louisiana, two really good teams. Okay. Um, and then Army, who, you know, is eight and eight and four, but still. <laughs> lost to Navy. Right. But, you know, any, anything could happen in that game. Right, right, right. However, right. Um, I think the, uh, the Flames get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Nothing else to be said about that. Um yeah. <laughs> Utah State, Oregon State. I'm not overthinking this. Utah State's ten and three. Oregon State's seven and five, but they're a power five team. Give me the Pac twelve, baby. Let's go, Beavers. You know, but the Beavers? Yeah. yeah. They hate everything Oregon. Why? Uh, just cause their the teams are garbage. Pac twelve is garbage. Give me Utah. Utah State, please. Nah. Oregon State's favored by a touchdown. Oregon State almost beat Oregon, although that's not much of an accomplishment. That's, that's really not much of anything. Um, they – what else did they do? They beat USC by 20 on the road. They beat Washington. They beat Utah. They beat Utah. They beat – I almost said some, some bad words. Um, they beat Utah? <laughs> they did. That's wild. That's, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Talking. The Pac-12 is so bad. Like, They're so I don't, bad. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, they lost to Colorado though, and Cal. <laughs> see, that's you can't trust them. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to Utah State. I'm, I'm, Give me Oregon State. They're channeling that March Madness, uh, you know, Elite Eight kind of thing. Um, last game of the weekend. We'll talk about the Monday game and Tuesday games and Wednesday games on Monday, most likely. But um, Louisiana Marshall. I think this is an extremely. Di- Maybe I'm missing something. Louisiana, in my eyes, is a Top five, maybe uh, – how far am I going to go with this? Top two group of five team behind Cincinnati. Okay. Actually, uh, top five, top five for sure. I kind of okay. – that's very broad. They're 12-1. and one. They're only lost, you know, Texas Longhorns. But um, is Marshall like – like Marshall's eight and four. Sorry, seven and five. Marshall is seven and five. Louisiana's 12-1, and one, conference champs. And – Louisiana is only favored by five, and I'm not sure I'm understanding. 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to just show Vegas into picking up some upsets or something. I'm not gonna overthink this too hard. I'm going with Louisiana because yeah, me too. I mean, Marshall gave up 53 to Western Kentucky last week or two weeks ago. That that Western Kentucky team is like they're they're some, cold. I'm they're putting up some numbers. Yeah, uh, that I, I'm gonna have to tune into that game because that that game is That's good. Gonna be one. Oh my god! I just realized we talked for like 16 minutes. That was crazy. Yes. Well, there's your breakdown for the next couple of days. Bowl season is upon us. Could not be more excited over here. Um, and this is just the beginning. It only gets better. And you know what else gets better? Oh, please time? tell me, please. Our sponsors over at Anchor. So without no. further ado, let's get right into it. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you from our lovely sponsors over at Anchor. We appreciate the continued support. And as always, we love Anchor. We do indeed love Anchor, but you know who we don't love? My my complete and total vexation <laughs> of Urban Meyer. He was uh, he was looking up some words right before this, but uh, that's a good one, and it accurately describes, um, I would say, the general population's feelings towards Urban Meyer at this very moment. I mean, we can just give like a brief little rundown of what he has done there. So May I? May I? Yes, you can. So it all starts over the summer. Um, I guess he gets hired. When did he even? When did they hire him? Like in the off season? Somewhere yeah, spring just, summer. Yeah, let's just let's just say in the off season. In the off season. Uh, as you know, he was a candidate for Texas head coach, but ended up going to the Jags. That's cool. Um, almost immediately, he made some comment at a press conference about vaccination stuff and how he was like wasn't considering people that weren't vaccinated, and at the time. That was not allowed. So he got in trouble, and then he denied it all, and it's fine, I guess. Fast forward to, I don't know, a month ago? Viral video of him at a bar with um, some girl dancing on him. He is married with kids. Um, and, and mind you, this girl is about 35 years younger than this man. Yep, something like that. Um, and, you know, he's just chilling, like, not doing anything about it, whatever. Like, I... I I'm not going to say he was like he wasn't initiating anything or like like but he was he was very welcoming. Um anyway, that and, was and just 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 to add more context to that. That was after they had lost to the Bengals and the team had uh flown out of Cincinnati and he chose to stay back instead of flying with the team. Just to add more context to that situation right. as well. That's pretty bad. Um um and then, you know, Lots of comments coming out over the last couple of weeks about arguments with players. He got into it with Marvin Jones last week. Argument, I mean, talking trash about his coaches, like saying they're a horrible coaching staff, poverty coaching staff. And then really the uh, the cherry on top, the real kicker this week, Jake Lambeau, the Jags kicker, um, comes out and tells a story. Um, and he's like, so yeah, I was just warming up for the game last week, you know, stretching, practicing my kicks. And then like I was mid-stretch. And Eric Meyer just goes over and like, kicks him and he's like make your fucking kicks and and he's like don't you don't you tell me it's like don't you kick me ever again like who, who do you think you are whatever and urban meyer with his bad self is like i'm the head coach i'll do, I'll do whatever the fuck i want i'm the head coach Ugh. and so that obviously is terrible and jake lambo said like he's like obviously i get this is professional sports but i don't think like bosses should never be able to strike someone in the workplace ever and I mean, I think there's definitely some truth to that. There is. 
there there's most definitely some truth to that. I mean, it's just everything that we've heard about over Urban Meyer the past month is just he's just not a good human being. I mean, yeah. just really just a very very poor poor character, poor just everything. It is different in college than the NFL. You cannot just tell these players, these grown ass men, it's my way or the highway. They have people to feed, they have bills to pay, and they're trying to, you know, win some football games. And you cannot just tell these people with these responsibilities that it's my way because I say it is. Not these to are- mention, you are responsible for the upbringing of the consensus number one overall pick last year, who has had an extremely underwhelming season. And you are the one that's supposed to be bringing him up and keeping his confidence. And it does not seem like that is the case. No, absolutely not. They have, I mean, it's, it's disappointing what has happened with Trevor Lawrence. And, and just the fact that he has to go up to his coach and say, hey, can we get James Robinson in the game? Because he is kind of important to our offense. James Robinson got put in the doghouse for fumbling. Um, and they just didn't put him in for about two quarters straight until Trevor Lawrence finally said something. And then everyone was like, oh, yeah, let's put him back in. I mean, just, And also, I'm, I mean, he's choosing to play Carlos Hyde, somebody who went to Ohio State when Urban Meyer was there. Maybe a little bias there. Right. It's just poor co- – I mean, I, I can't even say, like, it's really that much – I mean, obviously, there's poor coaching decisions being made on the football field. But, I mean, just all of these just outside things that Urban Meyer has done, I mean – so let's let's say he he doesn't do all these crazy things off the field. I mean, he gets at least another year or two to try to turn this oh, team for around. Sure. I mean, this team was not supposed to be good, but right, it's it's a start of a rebuild, and he just he he could not bring himself to to be like, oh, this team is losing. I don't know how this feels. I mean, right. you have to you have to understand like you you had to have known what the situation was when you walked in, and just the fact that he just came in there with just the same mentality of coaching a bunch of 19, 20, 21 year olds. It's, 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 it's a bad thing. Um, and personally, right. I'm glad that he is gone because yes, that team seems like just... it's in the best interest of everyone. Right. So um, um, let's move because there's a lot that we want to get through. Um, break down the games real fast. Tonight, we've got a banger chiefs chargers. Um, Chiefs all day. Give me the Chiefs. It's it's at LA, so you know neutral site game. Um, and the Chiefs are rolling. They're so rolling. I think they're maybe the hottest team in football right now. Um, and I think they went on the road handily. I mean, they they looked freaking invincible against the Raiders, and I think the Raiders did that to themselves when they danced on the Chiefs. Yeah, logo. yeah, I yeah. Um. But I mean, they just looked unstoppable against the Raiders. They've looked unstoppable the past week. They've actually been in their past five games. They've allowed an average nine point six points per game, and um, that is the story. The offense is great, but when the defense is clicking, this team is—you can't beat them. Right? Um, yeah, give me the Chiefs. It's, yeah. it's God. The Chargers are just getting shafted because they sure are. They're um, they're a good team, but they just they just they play in the conference that is eek right now. Yeah. So. So, going to keep moving. Um, Patriots-Colts. The Colts are actually favored in this game, even though the Patriots have won seven in a row. Um, this game is at Indianapolis. I kind of didn't realize they're seven and six in a playoff team as of right now. Um, yeah, they, they. I mean, they turned their season around. They um, sure did. And so, 
This game is a toss-up, really. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Colts, but I do have a hot take. Let's I'm going to say Jonathan Taylor is not the reason why they win this game. I'm going to say Wentz throws 350, three touchdowns this game. Jesus. Okay, well, first of all, there's a chance he might not even play. There is. This is, yeah. this is actually quite unfortunate. I'm going to yes. have to rethink my decision. Let mm. me um, – I'm pretty sure he's dealing with some injury stuff. I could be completely wrong, but I, I don't think I am. Let's let us check. Um, he says he is feeling confident the Colts can run the ball against the Patriots. That was five hours ago. I'm not seeing any injury discussion. Then maybe I lied, and maybe Carson wants those for three fifty. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess I don't know. He's just had a very under the radar season because he's just being outshined by Jonathan Taylor. But I don't know. I have I have a hot take, and I think the Colts win because of Carson Wentz. Maybe this is the game. Okay, I like that. Um, give me the Patriots. <laughs> you think yeah. the defense is just going to stop everything? Uh, but I think it'll be enough. And Mac Jones has a tune-up game in an indoor stadium. <laughs> nice. That's, um, mm. Yeah. Next game. This is kind of a weird one, too. Titans-Steelers. Um, obviously, the Titans being 9-4, and four, the Steelers being 6-6-1. Six, six, and one. The line on this game is even. It's at Pittsburgh. The Steelers are right in the mix for that division title. Um titans are the two seed or, yeah two seed in the afc right now um so especially with lamar looking like he's not going to play this week um the steelers could benefit quite a bit from a win uh, this weekend right um, and um i kind of think they're gonna do it <laughs> yeah i i just i thought foreman looked pretty decent um in tennessee's last game but i mean it just, I mean, there's so much you can do with the way Tannehill's played this year, and I don't know. I mean, it's still offense. It's you know, it's it's a it's an enigma. You don't really know what you're gonna <laughs> get, but at this point, you know, I guess you can count on Roethlisberger at least throwing two touchdowns and an interception a game. So maybe that just maybe that just gives them a bit more of an edge against Tennessee. I have the I have Steelers in this one too. Yeah, look at us both picking a little. It, it really baffles me that the Titans are nine and four still without Derrick Henry. I don't really get that. But it's yeah, fine. I'm, I'm um, either. Moving on, Packers Ravens. Really, the closeness of this game depends on Lamar Jackson, as I just stated. Doesn't look like he's going to play, and if that's the case, even though this game's in Baltimore, Green Bay's hot too. And honestly, they're kind of doing it without anyone noticing. I mean, they beat up on the Bears, but that's not crazy. <laughs> but they look good. I mean, one seed in the NFC on pace to lose yet another NFC championship. But, you know, this is when they heat up right now. And a pit pissed off Aaron Rodgers is probably like top five most dangerous people. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Head down. Brady is down there, is up there for sure. Right. Um, <laughs> Hoodie uh, Mello. Le- sta- staring LeBron. Yeah. Um, Le- not LeBron with the face mask. LeBron with the face mask is he's dangerous. Um, I can't forget about Hoodie Mello. Right. Love Have you heard about there. barefoot Kyrie? I yes. Is 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 he like dancing on a on a practice court? I think that's what something like that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's, it's anyway. It, give me the Packers. Um, kind of actually, regardless, give me the Packers. Right. Um, one of the TikToks I watch referred to Tyler Huntley as I can't believe it's not Lamar Jackson. Oh, um, that's I mean that Walmart that's Lamar, so, Walmart Lamar Wal, Walmart Lamar. Um. That's that's hilarious. Um, 
low Walmart, if you will. Um, yeah, give me the Packers. Yeah. Oh, uh, game, game of the week right here. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Giants, Cowboys. Yet again, the Cowboys have they get super lucky again. They get bailed because they don't have to play against Danny. They hurt him last time. Danny still hurt his neck. He's still out. Looking like Mike Glennon again this week. So you can kind of count us out. There's literally no... If this game is a one-possession game, I'm going to laugh at you. Like, Yeah, I... th- th- this game should be over by the third quarter. And if it's it should not, be over by the, by the end of the first. <laughs> this, this game is going to be disappointing just because I, I want them to win by like four touchdowns and they're going to win by like two. Um, that, that's how disappointed I'm going to be. Give, give give me the boys, just cause. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Giants by Giants by twenty five. Um, facts, facts. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's talk. I want to move on to some other things. Let's talk about the NBA for like literally one minute, and then I have an overarching discussion topic. All right. Um, first of all, Steph Curry broke the all time three point record, um, cementing himself officially as the best shooter of all time. Obviously, going to make a whole lot more in his career, but it was really cool to see and he's just he's changed the game lots of discussion with that super cool stuff yeah um and nothing else i can really add to that it's just like yeah he's just he's just one of the greatest shooters ever i I do want to point out what is this Devontae graham wtf thing that you You did you not see that i i I must not have oh my god you need to go watch it right now so the ending of this thunder pelicans game last night i know like the most Irrelevant game. Thunder are down three with the ball with five oh, seconds left. Yes, I SGA did. throws up a prayer from the logo with two people all over him, and it goes in with one second left. And then Devontae Graham, three-quarter court, bank, game over. Longest game winner in NBA history. Unbelievable. It was – I mean, oh, my God. Go watch that. Like, all of you, go watch You know, that. I – you know, I it must have been late on night when I saw it because I do remember seeing something like this. I, I remember seeing the Shea shot. The Shea shot was really pretty, but I had no idea that Graham did this immediately right after. So I just, yeah, I mean, literally, like, not even like forty-five seconds real time. The whole thing happened. <laughs> that's that's actually no insane. timeouts, nothing. It just happened. Crazy. So that was cool. Now I want to talk about. I saw this post, and it's it's kind of you know it's humor, but it it's sad because. I saw this post that was like, you know, COVID putting up video game numbers in the NBA and NFL right now. And it's bad, folks. I mean, life is is like I'm worried that life is about to shut down again. Like, seriously. It's it's sad because I mean in the NFL and the NBA right now, it's just I mean, for example, the Washington football team, they have twenty two players out right now due to COVID. Yeah, it's I just, said it's, literally it's, five minutes ago just saw that Russ got COVID also. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so, it's so bad right now. I don't know what is going on. I mean, it's, it's been a systematic breakdown within the past week and a half. And it's yeah, just, it's, it's so all, sad. it's all falling apart. Um, it, it's looking like some bubbles might be in order again. Um, um the, what was I going to say over a hundred I mean, NFL players are currently, um, in health and safety protocols, over 30 NBA players, seven NFL teams have had to pause practice, um, you know, at least the MLB, since they're not working right now, doesn't have to deal with that. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, pandemonium. It, yeah, it it is pandemonium right now. Um, yeah, I, I I don't even know what to say. I just I don't know. Be safe out there, folks, especially in these 
holiday times. We don't want another just 2020. Right. We're going to leave that back in that year and just right. But it's, it's, it's I mean it's back. Everybody go get go get boosted. Um, yes. And also I I, mean, I I didn't mention because who who would have known this, but the NHL has worse numbers than the NBA or the NFL. So that's yeah, it's I mean. In the NFL, you think about it. I mean, in the NBA, they're only postponing games. In the NFL, you're gonna have to forfeit if you don't have enough players. That has major, major implications. I know, especially this late in the season. Right. Um, it's gonna be interesting to watch. Hopefully, these players can just, you know, make better decisions. And hopefully, you know, and, and it doesn't always reflect on that. Obviously, there's some things that are out of people's control, but you know. Hopefully the numbers go down and we can just, you know, sports and life itself is just safe. People are healthy. And that's all the best that we can wish for. Yeah. So um, everyone stay safe. Um, you know, get boosted. Do everything you can. And um, let's pray that sports don't shut down again. Because <laughs> our life will have significant. Literally, that was, that was like, like, I don't want to sound like that. But like the worst part about COVID was like, there were no sports. Like that's not <laughs> um yeah yeah um you know people be safe be stay wow stay safe out there this holiday um you know and but just have a have happy holidays have fun with your family yeah um of course we appreciate all of you that listen you're a part of our family thank you for listening all the way to the end if you're listening on spotify make sure you give us a like and download listening on, on apple podcast make sure to give us a five-star rating we will let you on though when recording could potentially happen i guess is what we're yes. going to go with yeah that's good uh play it by ear um you know safe travels um mazel tov yay yeah and uh with that, all that being said we will see y'all very very soon have a happy holidays lock in the pick'em leagues giants by 25 And we will see y'all soon.